and welcome to ChamberCast, the Billings Chamber of Commerce's podcast. I'm your host, Jack Genoway. The biggest struggle most businesses are facing right now is finding qualified applicants. No, this is not an ad for an online hiring service, but it is something the Billings Chamber is working on. The unemployment rate in Billings has averaged 2.4% over the last five job reports. The fact is we need more people to move to Billings to take jobs we have available here, stay here, and become a part of the community. That is the subject of the upcoming Chamber Annual Meeting. To talk about all this, I'm joined today by Jeremy Veneta, Chair-Elect of the Chamber Board and the Managing Director of Marketing and Communications at Payne West, the title sponsor of this year's annual meeting. I'm joined also by Julie Seedhouse, the Chair of the Chamber Board of Directors, and John Brewer, the President and CEO of the Billings Chamber. Thank you all for joining me. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you. I think you've all been on the show before, right? Yes. Wow, this is my first time. Oh, this is your yeah. first time. All right. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll have everybody else show you the ropes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the title of this year's annual meeting is You Belong in Billings. Who is the you that that is addressing? And we'll start, I think, with Julie. Gosh, I, I think it's anybody who wants to live and thrive in our community. I, I agree. I think, you know, if we look at the, the statistics recently, especially post-COVID, for every person that leaves Billings, there's 3.9 moving into Billings. And I think as we, you know, have broadened all of our definition of what diversity means, diversity is uh, differences of thought, differences of religious background, uh, sexual orientation, as well as culture. And, you know, it's down to the point of, you know, your geographic location is diversity as well and, and where you come from. And we hear that a lot from uh, individuals that, that move here is, uh, as they move from California and other destinations across the country, having them feel quickly like they belong in Billings is an important aspect of retention. So where does the where does the concept of this title come from? Like, what are we what are we trying to accomplish at this year's annual meeting? Yeah, so the, the You Belong in Billings title was something that originated through a Chamber Board of Directors retreat a couple of months ago. And the idea that, again, folks are moving to town, we have a very challenging workforce number right now of I think about 4,200 jobs that are currently available. And as people move to our community, the idea is that they will very quickly connect to their scene and to their people and feel like that, that they do belong here. You know, somebody will make a decision to move here based on a job, based on the crime rate, based on schools and tax structure, housing availability, and so on. It's our job as residents to quickly help new people feel like they belong here and that they can find their scenes and, and their people. I think, too, the the what we're trying to also look at with the annual meeting is it is a bit aspirational in terms of Billings does have work to still do in, in making sure that everyone does uh, feel like they belong in Billings. You know, we we have a much more diverse community than we think we do. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it's bringing those different people to the table, making sure their voices are heard and and really exploring who we are as a community to understand how we can welcome others better, faster. And so you belong in Billings is really something that we're also taking from uh, a perspective that we want to continue to build to be that community that does that better than anyone else. We have work to do uh, and that the annual meeting is going to tackle that as well, too. And I think it spurs a lot from our diversity, equity, and inclusion work that we've been doing because we we get that message that that people come to Billings and they love the amenities. They're just not sure exactly how to plug themselves and their families into that. So 
the chamber can do a lot of work to provide that information to people so that they they have that, like John said, that immediate feeling of, okay, I this is this is a place I can raise my family and I I can easily belong here. Yeah, and I mean John was was talking about it with the numbers of jobs available, and we know that this is is one of the most pressing concerns that our members have right now. Workforce moved to the number one area that we wanted to address in our in our legislative priority survey. And I and I think a lot of people might be asking themselves, you know, why why don't the people who are already here, you know, get off the sidelines, get into the workforce and, and move to move into these jobs. But I think we've heard Chris Kukulski mention this a couple of times where, the, you know, the dynamic used to be people moved to places solely based on jobs. But now jobs move to places based on the, the workforce that's available in the area so that this is a this is a big thing in addressing our you know long term economic health. Absolutely. And we see a lot of people in the real estate world who are choosing billings exactly like you said, they can work from anywhere. So how do we make billings the most appealing so that they they bring their their job here with them and stay here? Yeah. And uh, on the flip side, as an employer, Payne West, we've had to fight other insurance companies, agencies across the country from, you know, trying to steal our our colleagues in the Northwest who can now can work for a, an agency in, in Florida. No problem because it's so remote. So the, the marketplace has opened up to such a national level that we never knew that could even be possible pre-COVID. So on the flip side, people can also live more where they want to be now, anywhere. And we're hoping that Billings is one of those places. And we've seen that. Um, and Julie's seen that in real estate. We've seen it in people choosing to into be a community that is uh, something that they really desire to be a part of. And the other aspect of this, somebody might be moving here to take a job or might move here because they like the quality of life and continue to work remote elsewhere. But oftentimes they're bringing a trailing spouse and a family and other opportunities for us and our, our employers to uh, find great talent that, you know, is new. And we want to engage the employee in our community and with connecting with other people. But also we got to consider the you know, holistic experience of their family. Are they finding their sports experience for youth sports? Are they connecting with their schools? Are they finding plenty of activities for the young ones to do as well as, uh, uh, you know, those that want to go and enjoy our brewery district and, and other great things downtown? throughout the community. And you don't have that natural with, for people that move here to work remotely and choose our area because of its beauty and the amenities. You don't have that natural colleague connection. If they're working from home, they, they aren't automatically plugged in with a group of people with, you know, some commonalities. They're, they're solo. So how do we, how do we engage those people and help them find their people? So we've outlined the problem pretty effectively here. But we're announcing one of our solutions to this problem here at the annual meeting. So how exactly are we planning on tackling this and helping people get plugged into their community? We've been meeting with a number of major employers as well as individual smaller owners, entrepreneurs and, and others that, that are relying or dependent and needing uh, employees and having that conversation with them is what tools can they use to connect with their new employees that are moving from another destination? And, you know, when you look at just a handful of our top three or four employees, employers, uh, they're bringing to town on an annual basis, three to 400 new people each year, just the top three or four employers. So we're connecting with all size of employers uh, in our community. We are asking them and they're making a commitment to share with us their new employees uh, information and committing their time 
to engaging in the chamber and our activities and finding ways to connect them to their people and their scene through a variety of, uh, you know, of meetings and I guess, uh, introductions to people. I think that the idea that the chamber can connect you or one degree of separation from your interests, and we can quickly do that. What might take you months to do employers will, uh, encourage that to help with those retention rates and keep people in town. Yeah. I think one of the biggest or the hardest things that I've ever had here was when someone was now leaving Billings a couple of years later and they've said, you know, I just was never able to to connect, to find my, my people. And, and that's so disappointing because their people exist here. And really, so our, our role that we're kind of looking to take on is the newest welcome wagon performance of it. You know, how do we, how do we connect people in places that they, it would take them months or even years to find, or, or maybe never even ever in, in some cases. And, and so if we can do that and, and find that connectivity, we hope that they'll have greater success faster. And as we find those individuals and they connect with us, we will learn from them, you know, what brought them to town? What was their interest in over their journey in our community? What are some challenges that we have, you know, in the, in the next 12 to 24 months after they've arrived here, are they still here? Why or why not? And to gather that information to help us all as a community do better to learn from what's appealing and what needs to be tweaked. That's going to be great data for us to have. What would each of you say to someone who's maybe born and raised in Billings and who's concerned about, you know, an influx of people coming in, population growth? And what would you say to someone who doesn't really want the culture and character of Billings to change? Well, I personally wasn't born or raised in Billings. Uh, I was born in Miles City, but I went off to Florida. I went to California for a few months and worked. And and I look at my kids now going uh, through the university system here and choosing their career paths. And part of my desire for them is that maybe they'll find an opportunity somewhere. They'll go out and see part of the world, part of the country and come back. And I think it's that same passion I have for them that excites me about what we learn from others that, that leave and come back or that are from somewhere else and come here. And that's that they're bringing a new perspective. They're bringing opportunity for growth that we might not have thought about. And they're looking at... Uh, you know, leading our community in a different way that just uh, is, is something that, that uh, we are not exposed to if you are born in a community and don't leave that community. And Billings has always grown. I mean, growth is is inevitable when you have a community like ours. Certainly, we've seen unprecedented growth in the last couple of years post-COVID. But if if growth is inevitable, why would we not do it in the best, most effective way we possibly can? Yeah, I was going to play off that a bit, too. If you look back at the years where the railroad spurred the growth so quickly and we literally earned the moniker Magic City because of the fast growth that we saw, you know, certainly that's part of it. But then the other thing I'd, I'd ask them is, what is our culture? What is it that you're afraid to lose by welcoming and bringing in others? And time and time again, companies and communities have seen that they get better by bringing in other diverse thoughts, diverse opinions um, and celebrating those. Uh, it's not just tolerating, it's accepting. Uh, and I think, um, again, we're not a perfect community. Uh, we're not saying that we have work to do. And yet we can learn from others and, and see what other communities have done well. And we can also adapt in our own billing style as well, too. Yeah, the thing I would add to that, yeah, billing's really is not a monolith already. There is already a lot going on here. And there's a lot of a lot of disagreement about the direction that we want to take Billings and, and what we want to get out of it. And there's room for all of that already. And there and there will be going forward. I mean, I, uh, 
John was talking about moving here. I've I've lived in Billings for about eight years and and already Billings is is my home. I would never consider myself anything but a, a Billings person. I, I went to get my car registered recently and I, I got the standard license plate just just because I wanted the three on there. <laughs> and that's and and that's after only after less than 10 years. So you know, people will acclimate pretty quickly, I think, if we can get them plugged into to their community. And I think, too, you know, we're talking about new people coming in, but this is a, a what we're doing is a benefit for Billings natives as well. You know, there I think there are people in Billings who who aren't completely aware of everything that's available and being able to show people who feel like, oh, I know Billings. I've lived here for 20 years, which I have. But even through this process, I've learned about things like, oh, I didn't realize we had that in Billings. And that's that's great. It's just it's for the benefit of all of us. Yeah. Some of those best stories I've heard from people that have recently relocated here is that they have connected to somebody and they've helped show them and, you know, expose to them what is out there and what's available. And I look at the work through Southeast Montana tourism and through visit billings, and there are so many hidden gems in our backyard. And for somebody with that knowledge and that historical background of, you know, understanding what's all available here to connect with somebody and share that excitement, and enthusiasm, um, it's going to, I think, be just wonderful for that new resident to have a connection, a friend. Uh, th that's one call away. So we wouldn't be able to do all of this without sponsors. And Jeremy Payne West has sponsored the last several annual meetings. You're the sponsor of this one again this year. What is it that Payne West likes about annual meeting and what is exciting about this one specifically for you? Um, you know, uh, we, we are big fans of the chamber of commerce. It, you know, I think one of the big things of the three C's that the chamber is, is a catalyst. And this is certainly one of those topics that the chamber is again, um, pushing forward on. And, uh, you know, s sometimes change has to happen from uncomfortable conversations. And I think some uncomfortable conversations can happen, uh, centered on some of the work that we're doing in DE and I. And, and, uh, so the topic is absolutely so relevant right now in, in the world we live in, in our community that's growing. Um, it, it couldn't be a better, we love the, there's going to be a front porch con, uh, conversations that we're probably going to chat about here, uh, that we absolutely love, but, uh, you know, Payne West is a huge supporter of the chamber. We always have been, uh, annual meetings will, will continue to do as long as we can. And uh, we just want to continue those conversations and those meaningful, uh, debates that we have, uh, being the chamber, pushing conversations when we need to have them and getting stuff done. That's what the chamber does. It gets stuff done. We're supportive of organizations that get stuff done. On that note, we are going to take a quick ad break to hear from some satisfied Payne West customers. Hi, we're Courtney and John McKee, and we're the owners of Headframe Spirits in Butte, America. Interestingly, Payne West wasn't our first uh, insurance company. What mattered most to us was a relationship with any of our professional service providers where we get to treat each other like we're on the same team, who counsel us, who advise us, and that's what we found when we talked to Payne West. So by the time this episode comes out, there's still going to be plenty of time to register for this year's annual meeting. John, what are the details? Absolutely. So the annual meeting this year is September 20th at the Alberta Bear Theater. We're glad to be hosting it there. I mean, if you've not been to the new revitalized Alberta Bear Theater, it's just it's a fantastic facility. Doors open at 2.30 on the 20th of September. The event runs from 3 to 5 p.m. And we've got tickets uh, to purchase as individuals. You can buy them for $45 each, or you can buy a table of 10 for $400. 
Um, one of the exciting things about our annual meeting every year is not only the theme and where we're going, but also celebrating somebody in our community that has done just amazing work, uh, both from a business perspective as well as uh, as a philanthropist. And we are so excited to be celebrating Jim and Chris Scott, our 2022 Legacy Award recipients this year. Um, and I think that the next Chamber cast is going to uh, feature their success and stories and That's right. a conversation with Jim and Chris. So that'll be a good one to listen to. Um, and, you know, we just uh, introduced Jeremy and Payne West as our title sponsor, but we've got some wonderful participants through uh, J.P. Morgan, Chase and Company, who's also a sponsor, Western Security Bank, TDS Fiber, KLJ, Yellowstone Boys and Girls Ranch, Mountain America Credit Union, Irk Hotels, Edward Jones, Montana State University Fund, uh, I'm sorry, Montana State Fund, Walmart, and the Billings Gazette Communications. And, and of course, this is open to all chamber members. We want everybody who is interested in all this to come. But who who particularly might be interested in in attending this year's annual meeting? I think it's going to be a good opportunity for em employees to come, for individuals to come to hear the message about belonging and everybody's shared responsibility and how to encourage people to to make this their home and. Um, I, I love our program entertainment this year, and we'll have Chris Smith live on the stage at Alberta Bear, and he's going to sing uh, his original song, uh, This Way Home, which has been a featured piece of our relocation and tourism messaging for a quite, quite a number of years now. But he's also going to, to sing kind of a remix of an old country song by Tracy Lawrence, If the World Had a Front Porch. And that song is kind of like if, the, if we had a front porch like we did back then, we'd still have our disagreements, but we'd still be friends. And it's kind of just being able to disagree on things, but walk away still as neighbors and friends. And that's really a big theme of this year's annual meeting. I think people will take away from that is how I can do my individual part in encouraging somebody to make this their home and feel welcome. All right. So. John and Julie, you'll know this already, but Jeremy, at the end of every episode, we like to do the Rorschach questions. These are questions that nobody has been prepared for, and I'm going to just hold up a, an ink blot in the form of a question <laughs> and get your first response. So I think for the first one, Jeremy's we'll face right now is rather. For this one, we'll start with John. What is one local thing you would recommend to a new resident? I'm such a huge fan of the rims and for a new resident to just learn the community, to see the views and to experience the trails, uh, Swords Rimrock Park and the rims is my top choice. Always. Julie. I would agree with that when people are, are looking to move to Billings and I've got them in like their car, I've got them in my car and I'm giving them a tour of the area. I always take them up there because it gives them such a perspective of not only the, the size of the city, but the, the beauty of it as well. And then I, same old story. I would always encourage them to spend time downtown. Yeah. I mean, rims are an obvious one. Zimmerman Park's my favorite to be able to uh, go out of. But I would also say that we've gotten some incredible brunch places lately. And I love brunch. And uh, to take in uh, one of our fabulous brunch places throughout the community is a great starting point as well, too. All right. So Visit Billings has a couple of different what they call scenes, you know, different categories of attractions that they kind of direct people to. So those are history buffs, arts and culture buffs, foodies and adventurers. So which one do you, would you say that you fall most into, Julie? Uh, I would say that I'm I'm more the social scene. I also love what the Western Heritage Center does and the, the history there with um, Kevin Koistra, it's so, so informative and he's so engaging. 
I'm a mix between the adventure and the foodie. Um, I downloaded the um, Brew Trail app and uh, was checking in on all the different um, breweries. I love that. I love that the um, breweries all were so excited to have people doing it. I, I got my stuff from it as well, too. So I love all the breweries. There's so many of the distilleries downtown. Um, you can literally just walk around. And that's one of my favorite things. And then obviously, because I like food so much, brunch. And uh, I mean, we have some amazing restaurants here, some amazing chefs and billings as well, too. So foodie, definitely as well. Yeah, yeah. Beer and whiskey is food, right? Right. <laughs> so it two, is. two food groups. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to pick just one, I think the arts and culture, if I would lump under that, the zoo. I, I love Zoo Montana, the great work being done out there. And anytime I can connect somebody to the history, culture of the Western Heritage Center and, and Koist, uh, Kevin Koyster telling the story, it, it's a home run. He's a he's a good one. Last question. How long have you been in Billings and why do you continue to make Billings your home? Start with Jeremy. Um, I've been here since 1996 when I started college at Montana State University Billings, a proud yellow jacket. Um, and you know what? I, I tell this to people, but this community has been so good to me uh, from a place to raise my family, from careers to uh, a safe place to raise my family. Uh, it's just, it, it has been an incredible community and oftentimes we're underrated for how dang good we are. Uh, and I, I, I love it. Um, it's, it's my city for sure. Gosh, I've been here probably about 22 years. There was one period in there. I was gone for a couple of years in Spokane, but 22, 23 years. And, um, you know, the, I guess the, the vision, the leadership, and not just cause they're across the table here, but Julie, Jeremy, uh, the passion behind some of the people driving our community right now is very exciting and, and just enthusiastic to see where we're heading and great people like this that are making it happen. So I moved here a week before my junior year of high school. And then I got my degree from MSU Billings as well. Also proud yellow jacket. And then I left for about 12 years and I've been back now for 20. And I honestly, I wouldn't live anywhere else. My husband was raised in Calgary, Alberta, and he also would not live anywhere else. We, we love the people. We love the activities. Um, we, I, I feel safe here. Um, I'm, I'm just so proud to be a Billings resident and to do whatever I can to make it better. Sorry to both of you that you didn't get to experience Rocky instead of MSU. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great university as well, too. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for joining us. I, I'm excited to see everyone at Alberta Bear and I'm excited to get to work. Thank you, Jack. We are too. Thank you. Thank you to John, Julie, and Jeremy for joining us today. And thank you once again to Payne West for being such a great sponsor. The link to register for annual meeting will be in the show notes. If you would like to advertise with us, suggest a topic, or ask a question, please feel free to email us at podcast at billingschamber.com. Don't forget to rate us on your preferred platform and subscribe to Chambercast wherever you get your podcasts because there's something here for everyone. <laughs>